0: It's good to look ahead to the future after a three and nine season. And I mean, we got it because we could go back and look at all the terrible things that Boston college football did this last season. But on today's show, there's a new player that's committed to BC that's signed and delivered. That has really started to open my eyes. And I'm going to tell you all about this star new recruit. Who's doing some big things in some postseason play and will be heading to chestnut Hill for 2023 all of this and more on today's locked on bc you are locked on boston college your daily podcast on the boston college eagles part of the locked on podcast network your team every day This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Happy Friday, everyone. It's been a long week, dreary week here in Massachusetts after Chris, the Christmas season, but we're getting excited because things are starting to change in Chestnut Hill in terms of rosters. We've already seen seven new transfers come to Boston college who hopefully will add some much, much needed depth to a roster that was pretty thin last year, but it's the freshmen that I'm here to talk about today. We've talked a lot about these transfers, but there's one transfer, one freshman in particular who has really started to impress. And that is Catholic Memorial wide receiver, Jaden Skeet. This is a six, one wide receiver who Jeff Halfley, during his introductory uh, opening signing day press conference, called the potentially best recruit in the state of Massachusetts. Now, put aside Samson Okolola, who's going to Miami, he's a five star. Put aside no- Jonelle Aguero, who's a four slash five star, who is going to Georgia. Put aside Zach Zinter, uh, not Zach Center, um, Preston Center, who's heading to Notre Dame or Rodan Hannafin, who's going to Clemson. Jaden Skeet's an exciting recruit, regardless of all those other guys. He's only a three-star recruit. So, yeah, he doesn't have the pedigree that all those other guys have. Yeah, he doesn't have the offer list that those other guys have. But what he's doing right now is making Boston, should make Boston College fans excited about the future at the wide receiver position because you add him to a a wide receiver room that has Joseph Griffin, that has Dino Tomlin that has Ryan O'Keefe right now, the transfer from UCF. You got to be feeling pretty good about where this, this group is heading. So skeet right now is in San Antonio, Texas to play in the all American bowl. Now for Boston college fans, you may not know what the all American bowl is. And I don't blame you because most of the time, there aren't Boston College players in this. It's usually all blue bloods that are heading to Florida, Georgia, Alabama, SEC, Ohio State, you know, USC. They're all the big time programs that go. these kids end up going to. But in that group is Jaden Skeet. And so he's practicing and playing with guys like Dante Moore, who I believe is on, other than uh, Eli, not Eli Manning, um, Manning, and I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Um, is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He's a five star and 247 Sports, who I am, I run the BC site and check out my work at Eagle Insider. Small little plug, I always love to plug my work. They wrote up Skeet's play because not only did he stick out amongst four and five star recruits, he caught their eye with his play. Here, I'm going to read what they wrote now. Um, a bunch of different guys were recapping this, so I'm not sure which of the, the writers on 247 w- this was. But he said, Skeet is in strong contention for top offensive performers. Skeet definitely cemented a spot among the most consistent players during Wednesday's afternoon's joint sessions. He caught pass after pass as a reliable target to Aiden Chili's, who's going to Oregon State, and Dante Moore, who I believe is going to UCLA. I don't have that funny, but exhibiting hands can catching acumen, sudden breaks on comebacks and upfield juice after the catch. Does that sound exciting to you. Let me read that out again. Exhibiting hands of catching acumen, sudden breaks on comebacks and upfield juice after the catch. I'm feeling, pre- you know, when you see something like that, you're thinking, Ooh, that's feeling pretty good right there. And so you've got now a kid who is going to go with a bunch of other wide receivers. And I haven't even gone into Nate Johnson yet, who I think is the speediest wide receiver they have. I think BC. I, it's so funny. Wide receiver was always a position at Boston college. When I was there years before there was never, it was always a position that you just had. And there were a million guys that were all kind of interchangeable. Now you're getting studs. And I feel like Jaden Skeet is going to be that next stud. And I think that is why, when he talked about it, Jeff Halfley called him potentially the best recruit in in Massachusetts because he can make those kinds of plays. He's out there playing all Americans. He's playing against cornerbacks that are going to be playing for Georgia. And and I'm I'm telling you, all these big-time programs, right? So, you know, Jaden Skeet, this is a name you want to root for because also he's a local kid. I know a lot of folks out there are always rooting for the local kid. So how could he he play a role this year? Well, you look at the roster right now. You're returning Jalen Gill, currently still on the roster. You are returning Dino Tomlin and Joseph Griffin, who will also be getting lots of minutes and, and snaps. Sorry, I'm talking. I get basketball in the brain. They're going to be playing. We don't know what Jaden uh, Williams is going to do. We don't know what Lewis Bond is going to do but you have to think that they're going to have five or six wide receivers they use. Will he kind of fill the role at the end of the roster kind in, and like kind of sneak in kind of like what Joseph Griffin did last year. He's not an early and early. So he probably, he won't be playing in the spring game. He's going to take a little while to adjust. Will he play a role this year or will he take another year before he gets there? Whatever the case you're adding Jaden Skeet. I am I am getting excited. And there's positions that I'm worried about. Offensive line, obviously, the future of that position still is something I really do worry about. But wide receiver is something BC continues to hit home run after home run at. And it's crazy because it's not a school known for athletes. And I think Jaden Skeet is going to be a future star at Boston College. In a moment, I'm going to flip the script. And talk a little bit about basketball. As men's basketball gets set to host the Duke Blue Devils. And I'm going to look at what BC might need to do to win this game. Now, if you are, if you know our show, you know I am a huge fan of the Bilt Bar. And if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fats and calories, then you got to. Try a built bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want compromised taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You got to try built. With built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And what makes built so good? They're covered 100% in chocolate. That's right, 100% chocolate. It's going to feel like you're breaking your new year resolution, but you're not because they have amazing macros 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. How are you going to beat that? Get your new year's resolution right with the built. Head over to built.com right now, and you're going to get 15% off with your promo code locked15. Again, built.com and use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. This is Locked on BC, AJ Black, and we're doing this live right now, and I want to shout out Mark Felzone, who, who listens to our podcast all the time, and he is on our YouTube page constantly promoting some of the programs that I don't talk about a lot. And right now, Mark wants us to know, BC Women is car NC State on the road by 5 After three quarters. So big, big upset brewing. We're doing this live right now on YouTube. So if you want to join us on YouTube, hit us up. Find Locked on BC. Hit that. Subscribe. Hit that bell. You'll know when we go live. You can hit that. uh, You can join up with us. Hit the comment section like Mark just did and talk BC sports. I know a lot of you want to do that. So Saturday, 1 p.m., Boston College is hosting the Duke Blue Devils. Here at Conti Forum, I am, this is a game that I am very excited about. This is a game that a lot of times we have circled as Boston College fans on our um, calendars. Because Duke is Duke, and you love to get yourself ready for a Duke game. Now, this is an interesting one. Because Duke just got their doors blown off by NC State just a day ago. They lost by, I think it was over 20 points. And when you look at what BC did against Duke the last time they played, someone put up the statistics that BC had more quality shots that should have made them the favorite to win that game. And BC was not able to put that game to rest. That to me, the statistic, and I forget who it was. And one of the sickos put it up, but You're going to now include Quentin Post in this. I'm I'm thinking he's going to be the starter on Saturday. I got my fingers crossed. I'd love to see him go in and you get Devin McLaughlin as your backup. Or you go with the starting five of of Zachary, Eligby, Mackay, Ashton-Langford, McLaughlin, Post. That could be kind of a fun group, but I don't think they're going to do that. You go because tomorrow Lankford. I, I I think he's gotten a bum rap, but he, he was huge. He was huge against Notre Dame last game. He had like seven assists and one turnover and some big ones down the stretch. But against Duke, you're playing at home, they're averaging 73 points a game. You got to play your best defense, and they're only allowing 62 points a game. So that's a tough one. That's that, that's that is tough. And Duke. Duke has talent, obviously. They got Kyle Filipowski, who was a big-time problem for BC the last time they played out, and it was because they didn't have the length to kind of stick with him. They have that now. You have Quentin Post. He had 13 points and 10 rebounds against BC last, last game. You stick Quentin Post on Kyle Filipowski, and you have a better chance of winning this game. But it's not the Quentin Post game that's going to be the factor of whether Boston College wins or loses this one. They also need a huge game from Jaden Zachary. Because when Jaden Zachary goes cold, this offense goes cold. But when he gets hot, you see guys like DeMar Langford, Prince Oligby, and Makai Ashton Langford snap out of their slumps. They get themselves going. He is the instigator for this offense. So not only does Post need to have a big game, but you're going to need to have Jaden Zachary do what he did. And I don't know if you guys caught it. I I had to laugh um, after the game against Notre Dame on Wednesday or Tuesday, excuse me. The uh, ACC network was trying to interview Jaden Zachary and literally every player on that roster was giving him crap as he was trying to sit down and and, uh, and, and get interviewed. It's, it's, it was funny to watch. I mean, like you quit and post walked by and he was making faces at him and Mason Matson posed next to him. And they were, it, you could tell that, that they have a good um, sense of of camar- camaraderie, camaraderie. Excuse me. And I think that's big. You know, just it's good. And, and then, of course, they had the dancing. If you haven't checked it out, check out men's basketball, BC men's basketball on Twitter. Um, it wasn't earl grant dancing this time it was jim molinari their assistant head coach uh doing some dance moves and for a guy who i think is like 60 or 70 he's got some good moves for a guy his age and i think the fan the players were loving that but you get you get zachary going you get quinton post going and you start to get some momentum you can't fall behind in this game by too much you can fall behind a little because if you start to come back or if you take a lead Conti Morgue is not going to be a problem on Saturday. I'm telling you right now, this, this state, this, the arena is going to be sold out. It's going to be 50, 50, probably Duke Duke fans from Southie who love watching Duke because they didn't go to Duke, but they're, they're, they're great old uh, bandwagon fans that just love following them. And I'm sure they're Notre Dame football fans and Lakers basketball fans. And, and they probably like the Cowboys too. Um, those Duke fans will be there. I'm sure they'll be there. But it's going to be rowdy. And if it's rowdy, this team has been dying for a crowd, I think, that they can get behind them. You see Jaden Zachary always waving his arms, trying to get the fans behind them. And this could be that game. This could be a game where they finally get a top 25 win at home. Well, they I mean, they had, obviously they had Virginia Tech too. But Beating Duke is beating Duke. That's a big-time win right there. So you want to see them being able to execute by slashing to the rim, but the aggressiveness towards the rim also opens up more of that outside game. If they just sit around and pass it around the perimeter, they're never going to get any open shots. But it's when Jaden Zachary or Makai Ashton-Lankford jets towards the 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 rim and then d- dishes it out to a wide-open Zachary, then boom, you get those big shots. I'm telling you right now, if I'm betting, I'm picking BC to win this. If if I'm going to bet online, I don't know. I sense sense an upset here. I sense that BC might do something special. You can quote me on it and give me crap on Monday if they lose by 20. But I feel like this is a game where BC might actually have a statement win. And it'll be a fun one. So check it out. It's on Saturday at Chestnut Hill. 1 o'clock start get your t- get your get in front of that TV, get to that game if you can and root on the Eagles because it's going to be a fun one. Now, in our final segment, all I've heard all season long is, "Oh, all the rats are going to leave the ship. All the rats are going to leave Boston College. They're they're going to enter the transfer portal." <clears throat> I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. This is locked on BC AJ Black. Before we get into our little discussion, C.J. Burton Jr., cornerback, played quite a bit. Not quite a bit. He played a little bit this year, quite a bit last year. Entered the transfer portal. He is heading to Charlotte. And many of you be going, why Why is he going to Charlotte? Why are you going? This is a former top, what, 125 kid who was committed to Al- uh, Florida, had offers from Alabama and all these other big schools. Why? How did he go from B.C. to, to Charlotte? Well, his former head coach. Biff Pogi, the same guy that got Darrell Robinson to basically decommit from BC, is the head coach there, and I don't know what kind of magic spell he has over these kids. And I'm not blaming them if they want to play for him, play for him. But he's heading to Charlotte, so good luck, have fun, and that kind of leads into our final discussion here. And this is about the transfer portal. And I was saying before the break, all, all, you know, I am the editor of Eagle Insider. I have, what, 8,000 followers on Twitter. And I heard more times than I can even count that this offseason was going to be a mass exodus from Chestnut Hill because all the players were going to leave Jeff Halfley. They didn't want to play here. It's a losing program. They're going to go chase NIL somewhere else. They're going to all leave. They're all going to go someplace else. And right now, we have like six players in the transfer portal. And this isn't a knock on those kids. Other than maybe Jason Matry, do you care that any of them actually left? Does this team actually get hurt by any of these guys leaving? Let's kind of just go through player by player. Phil Dracovic. Listen, I have been pro Phil Dracovic since he stepped on campus. That being said, he was not playing next year, he's gone. Fine. He was never going to play anyways. Good, 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 good luck, Phil. I think he's got a good chance to have some, some success at Pitt. That's not a knock on him. Good luck. Kevin Pine is off to URI. He was never, ever, ever going to play at Boston College. He was just, you know, he got his degree. Play somewhere in the FCS and get his degree. I mean, get his playing time. He was a former four-star, yes, but sometimes evaluations don't uh compute to what happens in the pro in the college leagues. He's gone. You had um, who else did you have? Okay, so Jason Matry, he's the one that I think is a big loss. You you know, and even when I look at that, do I say that this is something that is like detrimental to BC? He's replaceable. He is replaceable. Like I know he he had some good moments, and man, could he be violent playing? But in the grand scheme of things, like he 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 had his ups and downs. Like that Florida State game, you, he had a tough game. He's not like an irreplaceable safety. Like you can find Jason Matries in the transfer portal or develop guys within your roster to fill in Jason Matries' spot. Not a big loss. Dalen Menard never going to play next. Um. Kevin Wright, yeah, he was a, a kind. Some folks who were evaluating recruits thought he was going to be good. I mean, and again, not to knock the kid, but you're looking at what he's doing right now in the transfer portal. Who's looking at him? Po- group of five schools. So this is a kid that would have never played next year, would have never done anything, and I'm guessing that's probably what he read into it. And now he's in the transfer portal. So again, you have C.J. Burton who I think you've already addressed in the transfer portal with Alex Washington and Kari Johnson coming in. One of those guys can absolutely do what he did. You had Jason Matry, who I said, if you get a safety, who knows? Jarrow Wilson, the kid from ECU, he might look at BC. You also have Victor Nelson Jr. One of those guys could probably do what Jason Matry has done. That's it. How is Boston College a team that gone has gone 3 and 9? Not lost so much talent. Well, I'm telling you right now. Well, okay, so Keith Williams is, is in our comment section. When you are 3 and 9, who is not replaceable? That's a good question, right? I can tell you guy, I'm telling you right here that there's guys on this roster that would hurt if you lost them. If you lost to the transfer portal, guys like Alex Broom, if you lost Josh DeBerry, Elijah Jones, if you lost Donovan Azaraku, uh, some of these defensive tackles that are coming up, those guys are technically not replaceable, but they're a, that would be a loss for Boston College. I'm telling you the guys that BC are losing are... are, are are minor losses at the most. So I don't think it's Keith. It's a great question. I'm glad you brought it up. So I'm saying BC has survived this season without any of those, because if you, I, I'm telling you right now, like Donovan Azaraku who's going to be a star. He's, he's on the verge of being a star. And I've heard that guy, some of the bigger programs wanted him. He's still here at BC. Alex Broome, I think, will be very good when there's an offensive line in front of him. It's important that you don't lose him. Joseph Griffin the uh, third, Joseph Griffin Jr., would also be important. So there's guys that you could have lost that would have been like that would have hurt, but we haven't lost that. These guys have bought into J- to Jeff Halfley right now, and you've added more depth on top of that. That hopefully hopefully BC will be able to kind of build upon. And I, I think that is, is where things are kind of exciting for BC. And at the end of the day, when you're looking at recruits, you're adding in some freshmen too. But I, I thought it was just interesting because I was expecting, I think a lot of folks were expecting so many more to enter the transfer portal. And I, and I want to be, I want to be clear. The the transfer portal closes in 13, closes on January 18th. That means, players can still enter the portal between now and then. Wouldn't be surprised if like one or two players enter that. Then after spring football, so spring football ends in what, early April, mid-April? There's another transfer portal window. I wouldn't be surprised if more players enter then, but then you know what it is. I mean, at that case, it's either they've heard from somebody or it's they're starting to see like, okay, my role in this program is not what I think it's going to be. But I, I, it was just something I wanted to bring up, and I hope you all um, uh, enjoyed our conversation today. And Josh, I BC to MASCAC? What does that mean? BC to MASCAC? I'm missing something. Uh, Bruce McLaren says, Give me 71 to 65 BC for the Duke game. I hate to have hope, but I do. LOL. Uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, Bruce. I, I hope springs eternal, but also stings a little bit too, right? so uh one day T- done so already please 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 i've seen new names like keith i don't know, i if you guys have not subscribed to our our youtube channel hit that subscribe button now we're getting so close to 100 fall uh subscribers to our channel you make a huge difference if you hit that subscribe button right now you get all our bcm um, sent directly to you i hope you uh enjoy our t- episode today. We'll be back again on Monday to talk Duke. We'll talk about transfer portals. Hopefully, there's a couple of, uh transfers I can't give you names right now because I've been uh, sworn to secrecy coming this weekend to BC. Uh, but if it breaks this weekend, I'm sure I will have it up on Eagle Insider. Make sure you are on have that page bookmarked so you get all of our latest news. Uh, thank you. This is AJ Black. You can follow AJ Black underscore BC. We'll see you all again soon. Take care.